Today's staff is Staff Kuf Beis in Yavamas, Staff Kuf Beis. And we learned for a Refur Shlem Piyosef Asriel Ben Chaim Ichan, Allah Ben Ruma. We also learned Le'ili Nishmas, our good friend Josh Miller, Yoshua David Ben Moshe Tobyo, whose seventh yard site is today. <clears throat> From the, uh, <clears throat> we left off yesterday, we had just talked about that a Gare can judge uh, a fellow Gare, even for Dine Nefashos whereas he can't judge a, uh, a regular Jew, um, but he could judge his, uh, his fellow his fellow If he was, if his mother was Jewish, then he can even judge other Jews also, because then like Avram said yesterday, he's a regular Jew. However, for Chalitza, we said, because it says be Israel, he has to have both parents in order to be a judge. For Chalitza, we said you need uh, two people, Menatora, and plus a third, so you, don't, you should have an odd number. So you really need three people, Menatora, for Chalitza. Therefore, we'll see by other things, learned Sanhedrin, sometimes a Yochad Memcha is good enough, but for Chalitza, you need three. And therefore, uh, you need, and you need three proper judges, meaning full Jews. Amarabah, we're about the seventh line. A Mamzer would be, a Mamzer is fine. Mamzer's fine, yeah. yeah Mamzer's Tamachachmi just said, Mamzer's whole problem is who he could marry, but uh, he could be a Tamachacham, he could be, uh, you know, he could be, he could be, a, he could be a, uh, now you might say that, you know, in order to be on the Sanhedrin, we saw it, you have to be, you have to have Kulach Yafav Rayasi, you can't have any Mum. That's probably a physical blemish, but this is a spiritual blemish. It's a good question. Could you have a Mamzer on the Sanhedrin? Why not? There's no physical blemish, you know, so what? I think many people have left court saying that judge, never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind. That, that was, I couldn't, couldn't, it just slipped out. Amarava, 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 Amarava. And we learned yesterday, we talked about the Mitzvah Chalitza, you do it with a, um, with a shoe. And we said, if you do it with a kind of a, uh, or you do it with a sandal, even alpilia is a kind of a sock. So he said a sock is no good, right? That's not really a shoe. It's got to be a shoe, a sandal or a shoe. Now we're going to talk about sandals and shoes. And let's see, let's see what he let's see what the Gemara says. If Eliyahu would come and tell us that you could use a shoe, we would listen to him. What is that mashma? That right now we we don't use shoes. He says shamalov. <clears throat> And if he says, if he says, we don't use a sandal, that's no good. A sandal, we wouldn't listen to him because a sandal is definitely the preferred way, as we'll see. It's better to use a sandal than a shoe, according to our Gemara. Because everybody uses a sandal. We all use sandals. So if Elio would tell us, don't use sandals, we wouldn't accept that. But Yosef Amarav, he says it differently, Amarav. He says, if he would say not to use a shoe, we would listen to him. It's mashma that we do use a shoe now, but if he tells us not to, we wouldn't. If he says, don't use a sandal, we wouldn't listen. So that part is the same. There's Rufkana Marab definitely said the second part, that if, he, if Eliyahu would say, don't use a sandal, we wouldn't listen to him because everybody uses a sandal. The question is, they had a difference of opinion about what he would say, what would we do if he would say, use a shoe, a regular shoe. So the first one said, if he would say, use a shoe, we would listen to him. It's mashma. We don't use a shoe now. 
The other one, the second opinion was if Elio would tell us not to use a shoe, okay, we would listen to him. It's mashman. We do use a shoe. I've been out what's the difference between them. He said, Middle Khilla. Better use a middle right now. Do you use a shoe or not? <laughs> the, the one who said if Elio would come and tell us that we should use a shoe, okay, we'd listen to him. It's mashman. We don't use a shoe now. You know, but the Evid maybe, but we don't use a shoe now. The one who says if he would tell us not to use a shoe, we would listen to him. It's mashman. We do use shoes now. The one who says that you could use a shoe now because he says if Elio would come and tell us not to, so we would stop. Smash, but now we do. The one who says, I, how could you say the chetchilik is a shoe, but man, chalitza b'minol chalitza sikshera. Our Mishnah says, Mishnah chalitza b'shloshe dayanan. Achilu joshna diyotis. Chalitza b'minol, if you use the shoe, all right, it's okay. Chalitza sikshera, it's mashma. B'diyavad, it's okay. But the chetchilik not. Right? So it says, the truth is, even you could use a shoe. Since the end, afterwards, it said the second phrase, if you use a sock, we'll see why that that field, even the evidence, it's not good because it's got to be a shoe. The ratio also said the evidence. So, therefore, the ratio also said sounds bit the evidence, but really, you could. So, we have a difference of opinion. What do you do? You, can you use a shoe or a sandal? Or you should use a sandal, but if you use the shoe, it's okay. Can you use a shoe? Okay. The Tanya, Amar of Yossi. Now I'm going to explain to the Rashi. He says, but let's see it in the story. Yossi says, When I went to this town in Sivan, and I felt an elder, elderly Jew there, maybe do you know, do you know Rabbi Yudavim over there in that town? Of course, he's always he's always at my table. Of course, I know of Yerushalayim. Did you ever see that he performed chalitza? Then others that he was not that he did the chalitza, but did he supervised it? I saw many times that he did it. Okay, so he says, okay, good, that's good. So now you can give me some eyewitness testimony. The middle of a sandal. Did he use a shoe or a sandal? Amali, did he use a shoe? Is that is that okay? Now you see the words in parentheses about Torah, Amar, Nala, below Minol. Rashi rejects that because Rashi says very clearly the a Na'al and a Min'al is the same thing. Except the Torah says Na'al. Minol is what is the common usage. We use the word in Hebrew, I mean, uh, not. In fact, in modern Hebrew, we use Na'alayim. But the, but the, the rabbis use the word, the, the Na'al is Lashon Torah, and Minol is Lashon Chacham. The Chacham use Lashon Minol. That's the same thing. So it's not like the Torah said now, how could you use a Minol? That's not the reason. Reason is, do you use a shoe at all? Because right? there's problems with shoes. Sandals are better, as we'll see. He says, V'chi chalitz minol. Amartilam came out over a mayor, loma chalitz minol, chalitz asik shira. What do you mean, do you use it? Why, if if you don't use the shoe at all, because then as he said to him, apparently that the, the eyewitness over here told, told Rabbi Yehuda that, um, I mean, not, not to, that he saw Rabbi Yehuda Mamsera, he, the eyewitness to this to, to this uh, story said, uh, I saw him perform many times chalitz. He says, well, was it with a shoe or a sandal? And he says, who uses a shoe? It's that, he, that the preferable way was to use a sandal. But he says, if a shoe is no good, why would Rameyer say that if you did it with a shoe, it's okay? Okay, but that's mashmal b'dievet, right? Because he says, do you use a shoe? He says, well, he said, Rameyer said you can use a shoe. It's mashmal b'dievet. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says the name of Rameyer, cholzim bin al you could use a shoe. Not just b'dievet. Okay, so we have a machlokas, can you use the shoe lechadchila or bidi my timer. The one who says lechadchila, you shouldn't do it. What's the reason why you shouldn't do it? I think that noise is disturbing. Is the door open or just the window? 
just close the windows. There's nothing we could do. It's, you know, there's, there's, it sounds like a party's going on out there. So Yaakov or Mishmael holds in the middle, Lechachila. He says, you could do, Umando Lechachila, my timer. The one who says Lechachila, you could do, what's his reasoning? Lechachila, low, rather. In other words, we have Machlokas. Definitely, you should use sandals, right? But the question is, can you use uh, minnow uh, shoes, lechachila, or only bidiyevet, it's okay. So we have this machlokas. But what's the reason why shoes shouldn't be good? my timer. The one who says you shouldn't use shoes, lechachila, what's the reason why? There's a Pusik says, right? That's what he says. They came to the rabbis, and uh, she wanted to, he, she said, he doesn't want to be miyavmi. And they called him in, they spoke to him. And, um, and he says, no, he doesn't want to. And it says, So what's the reason why he says he shouldn't use his shoe? Thank you very much. Because the upper part of the shoe, that's like that's the upper part. And then the shoe straps, the strings, right? The shoe strings, that's In other words, it says you should remove the shoe. She should remove the shoe from his foot. So me'al raglo means from his foot, not me'al me'al, not from a second level higher, because the top of the shoe, a shoe has a top, has a top to it, like a lip, and it's you know it's got the sides, and it's got the uh, what do you call that, the lip, you know where the where the uh, the yeah. tongue, the tongue, let's say, right, the tongue rather, so the lip, tongue, right, the tongue. So maybe the tongue is like the pants is like the tongue. So that's from on top of his foot. And the strings are on top of that. So therefore, it's not me'al raglo, but it's from above. It's from above, above, above and above. That's that's too good. Me'al, me'al, like a second level up. Uh, Torah me'al. Torah said, take it off his shoe. Not not from above, above his shoe. That would be the reason, because it doesn't fit into the Pasuk. shouldn't be good at all. We're saying you should use, uh, uh, you should use sandals. You use a shoe. Okay, according to this, says, no, even you can. Rabbi Yaakov said you could do it even lechachila, but the one who says it's not good, it's only good b'diavet. Why shouldn't you do it? If it's a, if it's a problem of me'al below me'al the me'al, because the shoestrings are above the tongue, which is above the above his foot, and that's that doesn't fit into the pasuk, so it shouldn't be good b'diavet at all. The answer is no. Talking about the xeris because he might have a torn shoe, meaning this: it's got to be a shoe that holds his foot. If the shoe is so torn. That it doesn't really hold his foot, that's no good. Inami, Mishum half a shoe. In other words, if by a sandal, when a sandal is so torn or broken, it's harder, it's broken, you can't wear it. But a shoe sometimes you can wear, even if it's uh, ripped up, you can still put it. And that's not a good shoe. It's got to be a shoe. It's not a torn shoe or not a half a shoe. And that's why you don't do it. That's why the Chachil you shouldn't. But if you did, it's okay. Omarab, Ilav, Ilav If it not been that I had seen my uncle, that's his uncle's Rafia. The Chalitz Besandal, this Lashinson, that, that he uh, did Chalitza with a sandal that has straps on it. I, and if I wouldn't be, I saw I would have only used an, an Arabian sandal, the Mahadik which fits very tight. But I saw that to him, the key was making sure that you have a sandal that has straps. Like a knot. They, there's their kind of sandal. Obviously, sandals today could be different, but the sandals they had had a knot on it, which held the shoe, held the foot in place. It wouldn't be that I saw this, but Afagav, this, but even though it's got this knot, Katrina and Bay Mister, we still tie other straps around it. Meaning, the Pusik says that she should take his shoe off. Taking the shoe off involves untying the shoe and removing it from his foot. 
It says, V'cholza nalo me'al raglo. What does cholza imply? Removing it. Moving a shoe means untying it. That's the proper way to do it, to untie it and remove it. So it's got to have straps. You've got to untie it and remove it. But again, we have machlok. So the preferable thing is to use sandals. Sandals will never be problems because it's got straps. You untie it and you remove the shoe. And you remove it from his foot. If it's got, that's preferable. You could use a regular shoe, but the regular problem with the regular shoe is that sometimes it's torn and you wear it anyway, and it doesn't really hold his foot, and then it wouldn't be a proper chalitza. So let's recall that um, he gives her chalitza, right? But he gives her chalitza by her removing his shoe and doing the spinning. She's the one who does the action, but that's called him giving her chalitza. This will be important in a few minutes. Amrav Yudam Arav. Atoras Yivama, by the way, my, uh, my daughter brought up the question yesterday that, you know, we said yesterday, the Dibuay love. Remember, it doesn't that mean it's two more people? No, Dibuay love means they, they give him advice, they give him counsel, right? That uh, if, he's 20, if he's 20 and she's 80 or vice versa, you say, what are you looking for trouble? What are you looking for quarrels? Better avoid it. But aren't they coming for Chalitza already when that happened? In other words, why would they, they're, they're discouraging it. The rabbis seem to be discouraging him from Yibam when they're coming for chalitza, you know, like they don't need any help here. It's like, you know, uh, it's like a couple coming for a divorce and saying, you should get divorced, you know? And of course you get, they're coming to get divorced. What do they need the counseling for? So that's a good point, I think. But I think you have to say that if you look at the psukim, Pesach Zayin and Perikhofe, it says, Im if he doesn't want to, so she should go to the skein, and she should say, look, he doesn't want to perform yibam. But Carlo Zikni, then they call him in the Dibruwe love, and then they speak to him. And he still says he doesn't want to. In other words, he didn't come. It wasn't like two couples came, the couple came for divorce. She complains, says, look, he doesn't want to be me of me. So they went, so they went to she went to the court. So they, they called him in. They said, look, you, you don't want to do Yibam, you should pardon me. Oh, well, let's understand the situation. Maybe it's not Matim. Then they then they will encourage the Khalitza. Because otherwise, he has a good point. If they're coming for chalitza, what do you have to advise him to do chalitza for? Right? The answer is, she came for the chalitza. And then the, the first reaction is, well, let's see. Maybe you should perform even. That's the preferable thing. In those days, when even was done, l'shem shemayim, then the preferable, the choice was to do the even. That's the preferable mitzvah. But if they saw that it would, that it uh, that it didn't, um, that the couple didn't match, that they were better off doing chalitza, then the rabbis uh, advised them accordingly. Am Rabbi he says, listen, just removing of the foot, moving of most of the heel of the foot is considered as, as good enough. As soon as she's removed, as soon as she is exposed, the heel of his foot, that's good enough. She's mutter as soon as, when is the chalitza completed? It's completed as soon as the most of the heel of the foot has been removed from the shoe. Let's say, the straps became untied. Sometimes he was walking and the straps became untied. She didn't untie them. They become untied or he untied them. Oh, she shamat rovarago, or he removed his most of his foot from there, from there, chalitza. Suppose it's on a chalitza. She has to do the action. Time of the shamat, the reason why it's not good is because he did it. Oh, but if she did it, chalitza sukshayra, it's kosher. Rovarago, it says only most of the foot. Rovarago, and rovarago, only most of the foot, not most of the heel. Morse is low. Haina rovarago, haina rovarago. Most of the heel means is the same as rofa regal. If you move, if most of the heel of the foot has been exposed, that's considered like most of the foot. The mycorla rofa is called rofa regal. The kula chayla the karo is because all the weight of the foot rests on the heel. In other words, if she removed, if she removed his shoe so that most of his heel is exposed, 
that's already considered a proper chalitza, and that's what we mean by rova regal. This idea, though, that you have to untie the shoe, because he said if the, if the shoes became untied on their own, or he did it, that's not chalitza. She has to untie it and remove it. Whether he untied the shoe and she removed the shoe, or whether she untied it and he removed it, she has to both untie the shoe and and um, and remove it from his foot. So do you need both actions? What happens if she didn't untie it, she just ripped it off? Right, she just she ripped open the shoe. Is that considered good enough? Or sarfaso mouth? She burned the shoe. She took a hot coal and threw it on the shoe. Sometimes they get the you know the tempers a <laughs> flare. She, yeah, it's on split. She burned it off. She burned it off. A hot foot. Yeah, yeah. So Barbara she tore it off or she burned it up mouth. Gulia is it enough? She exposed his foot. That's what she did. Is that good enough? Odilma Khalitsa being you have to remove it, but like you don't have the take, he's not sure. Because he exposed the foot, but she didn't do, she didn't really move it. We're not sure is that good enough. She did expose the foot. He asked another question. Uh, what happens if a guy was wearing two shoes, one on top of another? You have that, you know, in the winter, you put boots on top of boots. You have that in some cases. She removed the top shoe, and the, the, the inner shoe is still there. So that, that's meal meal. You're supposed to remove the shoe from his foot. Here you remove the shoe from the other shoe, right? Which is which is on top of a you move the shoe from the other shoe, which is on top of his foot. So that's no good. So let's read him. Because she tore the top one, the shafasid soy. She tore off the top one and she removed the inner one, the bottom one. The koyaloi, but the upper one's still there. She like ripped open the top one, left it there, and then removed the inner one from his foot. My chalitza bina, because she did remove a shoe. Odilma gulia or you need both exposing the foot. In other words, you need her to untie it. That's what we said. You need to untie it and you need to remove the shoe. But when you say removing the shoe, is it enough just to expose his foot, which would have been good enough by burning it off or ripping it off? We're not sure about that. Or what about here, where you say that um, she took off the shoe, but she didn't expose his foot? So that's a question over here that's also raised. Maybe you need both things. In other words, you need for sure untying and removing. But does removing mean exposing the foot? Or does you literally have to un, uh, uh, or do you literally have to remove the shoe? So you can ask the question both ways. What happens if you remove the shoe over here, but you didn't expose the foot? So that's the question. Pardon? Oh, very good. So that's so the sock, that, that's exactly the question. Is he wearing socks underneath? And says Gemara, Umi Kahai Gemara says, is there such a thing? Can you remove the shoe? Can you remove the bottom shoe? And you know, can you wear two shoes and remove the inner one? Not the Umi Kahai Gavna. Says Ain. The Chazil Rabban and Rabbiuda did nothing. Bechamisha Zuzi or Zuge Muke Lishuka. He saw the Rabbi saw Rabbiuda went out with five five pairs of shoes, uh, one on top of another to the shuk. Zuge right. He says are pairs of shoes Muki. Muki here, Rashi says they're hard. Later on, Rashi says that the, my muk, it's like a, a hard felt. It's like a sock, it's a hard felt. You wear one on top of the other. So it is possible to remove the shoe and still have the foot unexposed, have the foot uh, non-exposed. That's the question that's raised over here. I'm Rabbi and Rab. So we don't really answer that. We said you need, you need both untying 
and removing the shoe. But we said, what happens if she tore it off, right? She didn't actually remove it, she tore it off or burnt it off. Or what happens if you remove the shoe, but she didn't expose the foot? Those questions don't seem to be answered yet. Let's say a Yavama grew up among her brothers. Now that's very common. You have, let's say a young uh, girl, 14, 15 years old, got married to her husband. Her husband died five, 10 years later with no children, but she was in the family, right? So she spent much time, Shabbosim, Yantif, they spent a lot of time together in her family. And so this is Yavama She grew up among the brothers, among her potential Yavamas. She can get married one of them. Maybe it happened over the period of time that they lived together. So, you know, do me a favor, honey. Could you remove my, my shoe one day, maybe? You know, one day during their lifetime, maybe they remove the shoe. Even though you could say the husband wasn't dead yet, right? But let's say, let's say uh, he died and uh, she was young and they, she was too young to perform even yet. Maybe she was eight or 10. And they waited, right? They waited till she was bat mitzvah. And during that time, maybe she removed the shoe just incidentally. You mind taking off my shoes? My feet are killing me, you know? So maybe that happened one time. If the brother, if their husband wasn't dead yet, so obviously that, that doesn't mean anything. It's like giving a get to Probably the husband died and she was uh, she was in the house. And um, is she allowed to marry one of the brothers? Or are you concerned? Maybe she removed her shoe one, one time. Uh, You're not concerned about that. My time, what's a man? Time, so the Gemara says, you're not worried about it. You're not concerned. You don't suspect, well, maybe she removed the shoe one time. And if she removed the shoe one time, and if she did a chalitza, you can't marry any of the brothers. If she performed chalitza on any of the brothers, all the brothers are now forbidden to marry her. So he says, you're not worried about that. We're not, we're not concerned, maybe she removed the shoe. So the Gemara says, time because we didn't see it, but if we saw that she did remove her shoes, sometime during that time, she did take off his shoes. One of the one of the brothers, she took off his shoes. You are concerned, whether he had kavana, whether he had intention for the chalitza, and she did not, or she had kavana, he did not, they both have to have kavana for the chalitza to take place. So how do you say, if you, so even if you saw them, they weren't concerned about the chalitza then, Right. Even though we saw her Ramans remove her shoe, she was a kid in the house. They said, Can you take off my shoe? Even when we saw it, you're not concerned, maybe I'd come on for it because it was just incidental. You're not concerned about it. And therefore, she could marry the brothers. Economic, some say no. We're not concerned about it. Ah, she grew up in the house. Hey, should we be concerned that uh, maybe she took off one of the brothers' shoes one time? No, we're not concerned about that because we didn't see it. But if you did see your technology, you are concerned about it. What about the fact that you need Kavana? And they probably didn't have Kavana here. That's the matter to marry somebody in the Shuk. But to the brothers, it's possible if even if there was no Kavana, if she did, if you saw that she did take off one of the brothers' shoes, she can never marry the brothers again. Rashi says. Somebody uh, ate him. Somebody saw them do it. Whoever saw them do it. The Ikanami Rashi says the Ikanami in the third line, ain't body time in the Chazina, the Cholza, Chazina, the Cholza, Chashina, Dilma, and Eskavnu, So Rashi says, if you saw them, Rashi doesn't seem to say what the Gemara is saying. Gemara says, because we didn't see him, but if you'd see him, you are, I, what about Kavana? All right, we're not worried. For Kavana, you need Kavana to marry somebody else, but to uh, forbid him, to forbid them to marry the brothers. Possible as long as you see you do the chazir. Rashi is not mashma. Rashi is mashma. 
But if you see the chalzat, you're concerned that Dilma and the Skavnu, she can't marry them anymore, maybe at Kavana. So either way, uh, you know, it's Mashra from Rashi, though, you're concerned Dilma and the Skavnu, she's possible to them. But presumably to marry somebody in the Shuk, she would need a proper chalitza again. But for the brothers, you puzzle right away because uh, maybe at Kavana, maybe you didn't have Kavana. Rashi says, Chashin and Dilma Neskavnu and Bavsalalayo. But it's Mashman Gemara, the way we read the Gemara, that no, that if if uh, if uh, you saw them, you saw her once remove the shoe, then she's puzzled to the brothers, even without Kavana. It's just to matter to the Shuk, then she would need, you would need Kavana. But the puzzle and the brothers, it's Mashman even without Kavana. Question? Yeah. I understood that there were three sort of requirements for Kalitza. One is the taking off of the, of the shoe. Yeah, yeah. The other is the spitting. Uh, ah, so we'll see about that and if it's Ma'akov. And the third is the, uh, the Benson. The right, three, right. Three judges. Right, so. Here we only have one. Oh, very good. So we'll talk about that. Is it Ma'akov or not? Right? Is it Ma'akov or not? So, Enachanami, you could say. So, one answer could be. Even if you need all three, and I think the spit is not ma'akif, the spit doesn't land, it's not ma'akif, but where's the bezdin, right? Yeah. Where's the bezdin? So maybe you're concerned, maybe the three people acted as a bezdin or two people did it, plus yet a third. Maybe maybe there were two people there who saw it. Let's say three people saw it, so they could be the bezdin. There was no kavana, but the asa were concerned about passing and brothers. So you could argue and say, oh, you, you need kavana and you need a proper bezdin and the spitting and everything, that's the matter to marry the shuk. But the forbidder on the brothers, this is a, this is enough. That's what Mara seems to be saying. The forbidder on the brothers is good enough. According to the first law shown, no, that doesn't do anything. Um, uh, you're not concerned. The first, the first thing is, no, that doesn't mean anything. You're not worried that they had kavana because uh, they were just, it was just incidental. According to the second one, you are concerned enough to, to prohibit her on the brothers, but she wouldn't be able to marry the shuk, marry somebody in the shuk until she had all the proper requirements. We'll see later on about the spit, whether that's a that's a requirement. But the best and unique. So you have to say that uh, the concern is only if there were, if there were people or maybe to offer a bidder on the brothers, any chalitz is good enough. Just a matal shuk, now you need a proper best. So we said before, you need a sandal or you need a shoe. It's got to be a leather sandal, leather shoe. Sandal is hard and it's got straps and the shoe is soft leather. And it's also got straps and it's got the uh, the tongue and the lip and all the other requirements. Sandal atapapapishan, let's say it was sewed with a non-leather product like flax. Today you would say you sewed it with uh, something uh, synthetic. So Zayn Cholzenboshin, it says, says, Hashem said, and I put you, I put you on, I shooed you, I, I, I shod you, I put you on shoes of tachash, seal skin. Right, but like with the covers of the Mishkan. So, so the Eretz says, Analech, Lashon of Na'al, shoe means a shoe with leather. So maybe it's got to be seal skin. Maybe the only kind of shoe you could use in Chalitza is seal skin, because you're saying shoeing, using shoes, is with seal skin. So, says, no, now, now, read. It says many times now, 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 now. Uh, I mentioned before that Rashi says, now is a Lashon in the Torah, Minol is the Lashon in the Chacham, even though it says, so doesn't there seem to be the word min'al in the Torah, not now? The answer is that min'al is like man'ul, like a lock. There it's not referring to shoes. When the Torah refers to shoes, it says na'al. When the Chum referred to shoes, they called it min'al. So it's the same thing. So he says over here, maybe it says, it says now, now, any kind of shoe, any kind of leather. It doesn't have to be. Tacha says 
seal skin. Now it says anything. So inal nal riba feel called So maybe anything. Synthetic shoes are also good. Sneakers, whatever, you know, plastic shoes, whatever they make shoes out from today, cotton, whatever. Feel called What is tachash help for? In other words, the fact that it says tachash tells me it's seal skin. But it doesn't mean only seal skin because it says many things now. So now it tells you, okay, it's got to be a kind it's of nice. a, it's, kind of it's a high, but not any. Yeah. It's narwhal, not seal. It's what? Narwhal, the unicorn. Oh, the kind of an animal? Yeah. All right. What, how, how, you'll send us the spelling on that so we'll know how to spell it. But uh, the, the, the simple translation is that it's a kind yeah, of a, it's a, maybe it's a kind of a seal. I don't know. Yeah. Is it in the seal family, Mickey? Uh, it's possible, but. Uh, oh, okay. All right, it's a kind of a kind of an animal. Um, so my audience, so therefore, Tachash tells you it's got to be a skin, it's got to be a hide, even though that literally is uh, whatever you call that, uh, uh, narwhal or whatever. Uh, uh, pardon? Narwhal. Narwhal, a narwhal skin, but uh, in the in the, in the uh, seal family, but it does not dafka seals, but it's all also any kind of leather. Who shall over Let's say, okay, it's made out of leather, but the straps or the strap, uh, the strap holes um, are, are made out of uh, goat uh, goat uh, hair. Uh, what would you say there? So um, the straps are made out of goat hair. Mal milo Isn't that still called? I put you on shoes of 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 leather shoes. It's still it's still called shoes. In other words. You have leather shoes, but the straps aren't necessarily leather. That's still called a leather shoe, so that should be okay. So maybe if the whole thing's made out of uh, made out of uh, goat hair, it's also okay. So now, how That's already called like a a a slipper. In other words, if it, if the whole shoe is made out of out of um, hair, uh, whatever, then then it's definitely uh, it's a slipper. It's not a shoe. I'm of Shmuel. Wait a minute. Let's let's go back to the pasuk itself. It says v'cholza nalamelga. How do you know cholza means removal? My chilutz means removal, right? Uh, right. We say that means you know what do they say? The the ambulances and the fire, you know, uh, and rescue. They call that chilutz, right? So chilutz means removal, but it also doesn't. It has another meaning too. It means to arm or strength. How do you know means removing? Her, how do you know she's supposed to take off the shoe? How do we know it means removing or removing the shoe? Like it says, but when the, when the house has leprosy, you remove the stones. That have the plague. Maybe it means strengthening. You should arm people from you. You know, be magayes them, and you get them into the army and arm them, make them strong. Maybe it means strengthen them, arm them for the army. So maybe that's what the chalitz means. Maybe it means putting the shoe on. You know, she doesn't, you know, she should sit there and put his shoe on. Maybe that's what Chalitza is. Now that also means removal. means take him out of the house and put him in, put him in the army, put him at the front, right? Put him in for, for, for fighting. That a, uh, a, a, a poor person is, um, is, um, girded in his in his um affliction meaning it's he's he has a very strong affliction over here so here you see also chalitza or yechlots it means to arm or to strengthen in that in that facet of his life 
The answer is no, it means in the in reward for, for his affliction, he'll be saved or he'll be removed from the laws of Gehenim and other from the from the uh, punishment of, of Gehenim. So here again, we're trying to explain that even to every time it's Yecholetz, it doesn't mean to strengthen, but it means to remove. So Chalitza means removing the shoe. A lot of Siv, it says, Chonamal Hashem Saviv, Libre of Hashem, a messenger of God uh, in camps around those who fear God, by Yecholtzein, and he will strengthen them, right? He'll save them, he'll strengthen them, Yecholtzein, and it means he'll strengthen them. Yes, I guess, B'schai Yereav, and the schar that is, that those who fear God, reward for fearing God, they will be removed from the din of Gehenna, the same ideas we said by the Ani, be removed from the punishment of Gehenna. So again, you could always say that chalitza means removal. A lot of sevats mosecha yachlitz, Hashem will strengthen your bones. That's greatest, one of the greatest brachas, Hashem will strengthen you, will make your, make your bones very firm. So chalitza can mean to strengthen, to put on, to add on, not to remove. Rabbi El says it means strengthening the bones. It says, you're right. The word chalitza can mean removal, and it could also mean to strengthen, to arm. Right? But over here in our case, it definitely means removal of the shoe. These like that, it means putting on the shoe, strengthening him. She should put the shoe on his foot, right? Strengthen his foot by putting on a shoe. You can't say that because of Raghavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagavagav
chalitz man did chalitza from them. Amr so he said to him, Shota, Miksiv Chalitz, and did he say give a chalitza? When a man gives his wife gives the wife or gives the Yavama chalitza, she removes his shoe and she spits, right? But he's giving her chalitza. So it doesn't say that um, it doesn't say that God gave the Jewish people chalitza. It says he got chalitza from them, meaning the Jews rejected God. Not that God rejected them. They they rejected him. Now they got to do tshuva. Does it say he gave them chalitza like a man giving a yavama chalitza? Chalitz mayhem tziv. Vili yavama the equivalent. Vili yavama the chalitzu mina as Rashi's girsa. The chalitzu mina achen midi mishashes bay. If a man, if a woman, uh, if a woman gave the husband chalitza, meaning he did chalitza on her. If, he, if he, she gave him chalitza, she even chalitza on him would be the good. Remember, what do we say normally? A man gives his wife chalitza, a man gives the Yavama chalitza if he doesn't want to marry her. What does him giving her chalitza entail? Her removing his shoe, right, and spitting. So if, if let's say it was the other way around, she gave him chalitza, how? By him removing her shoe, right, and spitting. So does that mean anything? Again, Yavama, the chalitz minachim, that the brothers gave her chalitza, uh, that, that means the chalitz minachim, that she, she gave them chalitza, by them removing her shoe, would that mean anything? There's no such thing as a woman giving the husband chalitza, giving the man chalitza, it's him giving her. So again, it doesn't say that God rejected us, God gave us chalitza. It says God was rejected by us. God was rejected by us. So that's not chalitza. Chalitza is when uh, the man rejects the woman. Over here, God didn't reject us. God was rejected by us. So he said in the Mishnah, a sock, a sock is not a shoe. We said you can use a sandal, you can use a shoe, it's got to have straps, got to untie it, got to remove it, got to expose the foot. But what happens is a sock, a sock is not a shoe. The man in love minute, you say that, that a sock is not a shoe, but we learned also, remember we learned that they, um, they take the Trumas Lishka, that the person goes in to takes the money. Remember the money's in the, in the Lishkas for, for the Carbonos. So the guy who goes in to remove the money should not go in with a shirt that has a, a, um, a, a rim on it, you know, that has like a... Um, but he, you know, uh, not a collar, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's, that's folded around where you can hide money inside. You know, it's got like a, a, a rim on it. Like a big pocket. Like a big pocket, certainly not with pockets, but even a shirt that has trimming on it that you can hide things in there, uh, and not with a sock, because he might hide, hide food. You know, and she's got to go in clean. So it's very clear that there's, there's no place to hide any money and shouldn't wear a sock, right? Ain't so lomer, but middle of the sun, certainly you shouldn't go in with shoes or sandals, nobody wears shoes in the Azara. So, but what do you see over here? That in Pali, you shouldn't wear a sock because you might hide the money. You shouldn't, certainly not shoes. Shoes you can't wear at all. But you see that an Ampalia is not a shoe because he says you shouldn't wear Ampalia and certainly you shouldn't wear shoes. Okay, so we have we have a confirmation that an Ampalia is not a shoe for a middle. What are you talking about? You shouldn't wear shoes and you shouldn't wear Ampalia. Why not socks? Not from house to house, from even from one not one bed to another. You shouldn't wear shoes at all, and you shouldn't wear these socks. Why can't you wear socks on Yom Kippur? If it's only a sock, why can't you wear on Kippur? I'm Rabbi, the Isbek Sisi. You know why? We're talking about a sock that's got pads in it. So if it's got pads in it, then it's what Mushim Tani, because now you're enjoying yourself. And other words, the the, the, the Torah doesn't say not to wear shoes. It says you shouldn't have uh, Tanuk, right? So um, you shouldn't have enjoyment. So it's got, it's got. Uh, if you have pads in the socks, then it's, uh, then it's, uh, you're going to have enjoyment. That's the Yisrael Yom Kippur. 
not because it's a shoe, but rather you're going to have enjoyment. Amalei Rava, umishim tani below minal biyam kippur miyasir. Is it also to wear a tani if you don't wear shoes on yom kippur? It's also to have tonic without if it's not a shoe. And we all wear we all wear sneakers or uh, Crocs or whatever. Uh, we're enjoying our freedom. At least we're not getting on the rocks on the on the floor and not getting hot and cold. Because that also, Rava Ravuna Karl Sudrak, he would wrap a, he would wrap his foot in like a cloth or whatever, a handkerchief or a sock, and went out. You could certainly there's no issue to wear socks or uh, cloth on Yom Kippur. Here's what we're talking about. If it's made out of leather, if you have a leather sock, then you shouldn't wear it on Yom Kippur. You're not supposed to wear leather. That's right. You're not supposed to wear leather on Yom Kippur. That's true. When we say that you can't use it on, you can't use it as a for chalitza, then we're talking about one made out of beggar, made out of regular cloth. Uh, cloth. If you don't say that, then it depends on whether it's made out of leather or not. On Yom Kippur, you shouldn't wear slippers. But you could wear on Pilin. But we said before, you can't wear, you said before that what on Yom Kippur, uh, you shouldn't wear them. Uh, what do we say? You shouldn't wear. One price we say you shouldn't wear on Pilya on Yom Kippur. One says you could wear on Pilya. On your house, on Yom Kippur, If it's made out of begid, you could wear it on Yom Kippur. If it's made out of leather, you can't wear it on Yom Kippur. But either way, it's not a good enough shoe for for chalitza, presumably, right? Because it doesn't have straps, etc. Shmamina. We have a raya like rub. Also, there's a difference between uh, a, a a sock that's made out of leather or not, as we'll see now, because maybe. Until now, you say maybe you could use, uh, uh, you can, we said you can't use it on pilia, right? You can't use a sock. Okay, and we said it as a proof you can't wear a sock into the basement because either because you'll hide your money. So it's a sock. The other thing we said, sounds like a shoe. So we said, no, it depends. If the pilia is made out of leather, then it is a shoe and you can't wear it on kipper. It's made out of baguette, then you could. Okay, what about our case here? So he says, okay, here we'll see. Tanika said, Rava, that there's a difference between two. Let's say she, she did the chalitza, she removed the shoe. Again, he's performing chalitza, but, but she does, she removes the shoe. Hospital, and if, if, it, if it's ripped, a ripped up, a torn shoe. But it's not so much torn that it doesn't cover his foot. It covers most of his foot. That's okay. Or with a damaged sandal, but it, most of the foot fits into the sandal. That's okay. The sandal sham, it's made out of, <clears throat> out of um, another material. What's sham? Sham is like, um, excuse me, what? Yeah. No, not cloth. No, it's made, it's um, uh, from a, a cork, a cork. We shall sieve or uh, to sieve is bast or, or uh, tree, um, tree fibers. If it's made out of those things. Bekava uh, kitea, the, um, the prosthetic foot of an amputee. The moke, moke we said before is like a hard felt. The smichas or uh, or, or with um, uh, with the smichas around that's the, those are the foot supports. The foot supports. If a person's walking on his hands, he can't walk on his feet. His feet are, are amputated. He's walking on his on his on his uh, knees, like so to speak. Right? He's pushing himself ahead with his hands, so his hands have like gloves on them. You know, like these supports. Smith uh, so shall or stuff. He puts his hand in there. Banpilia shall or. Oh, it says here, if it's a sock made out of leather, you get chalitza from an, an adult. They know, but the whether he's standing, sitting, or leaning over, 
or from a blind person, all these cases, it's okay. As long as it's a shoe that covers his foot, even if it's made out of cork, which is also, I guess, some uh, natural material, we shall see, or we can pay you that with that with the uh, the stump of a uh, the prosthetic foot of a of a, uh, of a or even felt, it's leather and some sort of smith's around. Also, as long as it's made out of leather, even a pishal or even a sock made out of made out of leather, that's okay. But let's say a torn shoe that doesn't cover most of his foot, or or a damaged sandal, doesn't the whole foot doesn't fit in there? Or not with the smichas of the raglayim. In other words, a guy Rashi said for guys pushing his hands on, he's on his, he's um, put, he's walking with his hands. He's like on the floor and he drags his feet. So if he if he has a support for the feet, he covers his feet like he's just got stumps there. He covers his feet, but it's a shoe because it's a, it's a shoe of some sort, right? It's not a regular shoe, not a size 14 or a size 12 or nine, but it covers his foot. If he if he gets if he gets with that support for his foot, that he covers his foot, but that's okay. But if you use the support that I said before, the gloves that he puts on his hand, that's no good. Or socks made out of cloth. from a child. That's all possible. So you see here, the point is to prove, we saw other things here too. If you use it, anything that fits over the foot, uh, if it's made out of leather or natural material like that, that's okay. Um, however, uh, if it's made out of baguette, so here we see the difference between anpilia here, the, the, this, this price it says, an anpilia, a sock made out of leather is good, is good, that's like a shoe. Anpilia made out of baguette cloth is not good, that's possible. All right, tomorrow's daf will, be, will begin from here, Kafa Kitea talking about the prosthetic foot of an amputee. And we'll pick it up on Sunday from the top of Kufdala, where the mission starts. There's six, seven lines down on the page. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Good Shabbos, relax. Even though you're still sandals Yeah, yeah, then you, yeah, they're worn out. But if they cover most of the foot and your foot doesn't fall out of them, then it's okay. And, and the sandals of the Romans, they, it was just a piece of leather. Yeah, and it had scraps, scraps all over, correct, correct. Around. That's right. That's right. Yeah, love, that's, that's a, yeah, yeah, but the, the advantage, like are you saying, oh, so, so that's what the Gemara said. That's why that's the preferable one. Why? Because if that's broken, you couldn't wear it anymore. Right. And it, so, so, so you knew that, that it was on his foot. And with all the straps, you were Yosef both. You untie, she untied it and she removed it.